Arcan. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. And Tom King. My age, the mind starts playing tricks. And New Hampshire's home for sports. ESPN. Sweet Jesus. New Hampshire. Kelly circle to the basket. Back to open. Turnaround jumper in the lane for two. Nice fake. Jerebko, the three. Good extra pass. Derailed. Horford. Rozier for three. Well, good afternoon. It's Christian E. King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live at ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us this afternoon. I'm Christian Arkin. It's Tom King. Hi, Tom. Hello, my, you've changed since yesterday. You've gotten a little taller. You don't, You took your glasses off. Yeah, yeah, a little, bit of, resem- it, huh? little bit of resemblance, but, you know, you've, you've, you've done a good makeover in 24 hours. A little taller, glasses, that's about it, though. Yeah, yep. Everything else, basically the same. Pretty much. How was uh, Brian? Was he good? Oh, yeah, Brian was Things fine. Things went well? Yeah. Brian, yeah. actually, hear. I had one beef with Brian. Okay. Brian tried to convince me that the Patriots... Rams game. The Rams game mm-hmm. would be at Foxborough in two weeks. Would be flexed to oh. Sunday night. He tried to convince me of that. Really? Yes. And what I, was the what was the reason? Well, he said, well, because it you know golf and and because of golf. Oh, it was just it, there was no good reason. Okay. That was the that was the thing. All right, because that game that night is Carolina Seattle, and I told him I said, look. I said, there's not a chance that's going to happen. And if it does happen, I'm blaming you. <laughs> All right. And uh, it didn't. Ha- I said, it's got to happen today if it's going to happen. They have to give two weeks notice. It did not happen. Yeah. There was no thought to it. They're not going to take Cam Newton versus Russell Wilson off prime time. So uh, it was, you know, I, I, I. That was the only beef. What about I had. the Dominique Easley revenge factor? Did you not think about that? No, I didn't think, think about that. Did. I yeah, didn't think exactly, that would. No, Tom. no, I didn't. I didn't. And that's did, why you're not put in charge of programming. That's right. That's right. It's things and, like and that. NBC. Exactly. You know. So uh, no, I didn't think well, about NBC that. Didn't do it either. But. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think about that. But uh, you know, if I thought about it, it wouldn't have changed my mind. Probably not. Uh, we got a lot of lot to get to today. We'll be joined by Alex Hall at quarter of one, and we will go over I our thought final. It was Duffy. I'm sorry, you're right, it is Duffy. Because we don't want to bother Alex and have him say, I don't really want to talk to you. Yeah, screw you guys. I know. Because he's done that a couple times. It will be uh, Duffy from the Union Leader joining us here to go over the final uh, ESPN New Hampshire, New Hampshire Union Leader high school football poll as a uh, tremendous weekend, which you guys talked about yesterday in uh, high school championship uh, football here. Now all that's left is the Turkey Bowl, and we will uh, discuss all of that uh, later on in the show. Now. The Turkey Eve Bowl. The Turkey Eve Bowl, of course. Where I will need several days to thaw out from. Yeah, probably. I was in front of Stellos last night for a while doing some interviews. A little chilly? I, uh, I didn't go home the same. <laughs> I, I, it took me a while. My hand, the, right, the feeling in my right hand is just starting to come back. Yeah. Not, not, not I, this time of year happened too quick. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, it's almost December. Uh, Not great, Bob. Yeah, no. I mean, we had we had snow here Sunday night. Yeah, you were away, but we had snow here Sunday. No, night. that was in New York too. Oh, was it really? It was like sprinkling, but like upstate. Yeah, they got pound Rochester. They got pounded. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, I mean, I my buddy in Albany, he said, yeah, we got a, you know dusting here and there, and we got the same stuff, but it was still nah, no thanks. Yeah. No, it's too early. I'm with you on the no thanks. Yeah, uh, Celtics last night came yeah. back from a 15 point deficit late in the third quarter. To beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. The gang that couldn't shoot straight. Yeah. And, boy, could they not shoot. But I'll say this. This Celtics defense, I'm not sure exactly what happened. There was a timeout taken with about a minute left in the third quarter. And I remember the announcer saying, it's a weird time to take a timeout, a minute left in the third quarter. But Stevens took it. They were down 15. And Marcus Smart, of all people, on the sideline just starts going. I couldn't really, you couldn't tell what he was saying. But he was, you know, pointing at guys and yelling and really, you know, gesticulating and making a whole big show on the sideline. Celtics came out and were awesome after that. Yeah. Celtics' defense was smothering. Oh, they, I, I watched the last, I don't know, last half of the fourth quarter, mm. and um, I was like, whoa. I said, well, Minnesota, I mean, I love 
Carl Anthony Towns. I, I I think he's really good. Yeah. I think he's just a he's a throwback to the old post up player. He's the Dwight Howard type. And he can shoot from outside. That's too, just yeah. it, you know, but he he's he's good. And Minnesota's got something to build around. They just need a couple of shooters. I mean, they got Wiggins, but I mean they need they need another another shooter or two. Mm. If Minnesota could have shot better down the stretch, that might have been a different game. But the Celtics were really good defensively. But I I uh there's there's a little bit of drama to this team all of a sudden. I, I wasn't aware yesterday of the Isaiah Thomas comments after Friday night's game. Where he didn't like getting taken out. Yeah. I said the coaches gave up. They've never challenged Brad Stevens. Mm. That's never been an issue. Yeah. Um, that's the first time because in the NBA, when it's unless you're Popovich or Pat Riley or one of these established, successful, highly successful uh, coaches with a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's player versus coach. Lenny Wilkins. Yeah, to an extent. When, when, when it's player versus coach, player wins. Mm. You know? It's true. Uh, now, I don't think Isaiah Thomas has got a real... He's, not, know, he's, he's not he's LeBron not, James. I don't think he's trying... Yeah, he doesn't have that cachet. And I don't think he's trying to lead a palace revolt. But, you, you know, he didn't like Friday night at all. You know, but I mean, I don't know. Well, you know, play better. Yeah, I, that, I was just going to say, Brad Stevens is doing. Brad Stevens is got outscored thirty-one he, to nine in the he, third he's quarter. He's not a coach to give up like that, but he knows. He knows he does. He knows he's got a long season ahead of him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and these guys have got to keep playing. So, and you know, look, it, it. They won the last two games. After that, worked out right. True. So what's the what's to complain about? Well, they asked Stevens about it on Saturday. Yep. And he said, we got into Detroit. I talked to him about 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.05, we all went to bed. I don't think he meant like they went to bed together, but I think that, you know, he said that it was a quick conversation, it was over. That's good. So he handles it. Yeah. Right handles. away. In-house, quickly, done, over with, we win the next Good coaches games. do that. Yeah. And hopefully that's a uh, a sign of things to come. Now, that- now, if it was Phil, he would have tweeted a few things. And, yeah. You know, oh, God. Maybe you and your posse should just... Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Him and, him and Trump. I know, right? <laughs> Stay off the twit thing. <laughs> oh, you should have heard New York. Oh, my God. It must have been nuts. How about the Hamilton stuff? Oh, they must have been nuts. Oh, it was all anyone was talking about. Rare stat, though. Yeah. Most of the cast of Hamilton, mm-hmm. according to a report that dig this stuff up, yeah. did not vote. Did not vote? Did not vote. Not stunned by that. I know. Me neither. <laughs> Does seem like we're getting a lot of real, real loud messages from people who just don't want to participate in the Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah, it just seems that way. I know. Not that you shouldn't. You know, everyone. Should, yeah, everybody has. A everyone's voice. allowed to say what they want to yeah, say. Exactly. I like. I like Pence's comment. Pence handled that the Perfectly. best. Perfectly. And I think Pence is an a hole, but I think Pence handled that the best. He said, "You know what? I wasn't offended. Some people booed me. Whatever. And I didn't think what they had to say was all that bad." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Trump, I want an apology. Oh, yeah, well, the theater a, should be a safe space. A when he space. said the theater should be a safe space, my head almost exploded. Because that's the thing I cannot <laughs> stand about, like, liber- in these college kids with the died safe space from everybody. It's like, oh, boy, either you're, nuts. either you're fighting a crusade against that type of thing or you're part of it and you're just a huckster. And I think it's, it's so yeah. obvious with what's going on here. But I it's, know. you know... But New York must have been. They New York been was. All, they must was have been a buzz. Bedlam. Yeah. Oh my God. I know it. I thought about just walking around the city about five or six demonstrations. We reject the president elect. That was the big thing they kept. Saying. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I was going to brunch. Me and my me and my lady were meeting some of her friends for brunch at this little French place over in. Uh, <laughs> New York's funny, man. We were there, right? And we and we sit. We're waiting for these people to get there, and we sit at the bar. And I'm looking at like the cocktail because you know I'm on vacation for two days. And so I'm looking at the drink list, and I say, which one of these, you know, which one of these do you recommend? The, the bartender, he's like, yeah, they are, none of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? None of them? He goes, if you must have I'll one, get a beer. I'll if get you a must beer. have one, is this one is the best? And I'm like, what? Really? Like, cause. The cocktail, that's how you make your money. If you're a bartender especially, 
You know, if you're, I mean, you want to order the cocktail, you, you ask the highest them, priced you, items, you yeah, get a bigger tip. The you tab, ask them what's great, and they'll point to that yeah. and they'll say it's good. But I mean, this one, it is clap. I did not like it. <laughs> they make me make these cocktails. Well, they are disgusting. That, give, give, give the. Uh, Give him credit. Now, what I just said was, is they will tell it like it is. <laughs> I would not use this drink to waterboard a terrorist. really funny. I've never heard a person in the show, but that's New York for you, man. I know. By the way, they're not going to BS you. They know they're going to be busy that day. It's fine. They'll tell you whatever they want. Right. No, that is New York. Yeah. By the way, we split our picks. 4-4. Four, 4-4. Four. Four, two, four. Two, yeah, two. I, I noticed I was two, doing two. okay. 2-2. So. Yep. Two, two. We can go over that uh, a little bit later on in the program. In the meantime. And we're one win away. Huh? We're one win away. Oh, from yes. I know. From L-O-B-S-T-E-R. Yeah. From D J D A V E. Hold on, can you start over? I lost you about L O B. In French, it's called Lomal. Delicious. Uh, bon appetit. We got them one win away, and they play Cleveland. Yes. Oh, I love it. They're going to be gotta love it. Oh, my God. You got to love it. I hope he surrenders soon. Just By the surrender way, the Giants, there. I don't know if you talked about the Giants yesterday, but I watched part oh, of that game, awful. too. It was awful. God. It was awful. They're lucky to win anything. They were trying to run the ball. I mean, they couldn't do they anything. They couldn't do anything. They were lucky to win. The, they were lucky to win the game. Yeah, they they third were. down, and they have Eli rolling out. It's a, that's a guaranteed turnover if he I doesn't. Know. But they knocked Jay Cutler out for the season. Breaking news, Jay Cutler done for the year. Is he really? Yeah, Jay Cutler. They're just (laughs) saying right now, I am reading it on Twitter. Jay Cutler done for the season. Probably done in Chicago, I would say. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, not like that team was going anywhere, but uh, it's official now. Jay Cutler uh, looks like he's done. Torn labrum in his throwing shoulder. Oh, but hold on. Rappaport's saying he's hoping for a second opinion. But if this, if the, oh please, if your shoulder's that bad, you're not playing the rest of the year. Yeah. By the way, it's not exactly like we're talking about some tough quarterback. This is yeah, Jay no, Cutler, this is okay, Jay Cutler. Plus, yeah. Jay Cutler's going to be a free agent. Does he want to risk further damage to his shoulder? Uh, I would say. I think he's going to be a free agent. Yeah, no kidding. Jay, get out of Chicago. Yeah, just, just the Bears have got the Bears have got a long period. Maybe they'll of, take him back in Denver. They got a long period of bad football coming up. Mm. <laughs> oh well, torn labrum. I mean, that sucks, but yeah, still, that's okay. He can go uh, hang out with Alan Branch. Speaking of teams who won, uh, yeah, I know, right? We'll, we'll get to Alan Branch. Uh, speaking of teams who won on Sunday, but it wasn't really a, a game that you celebrate all that much. Mm. We talked about it with Brian yesterday. Thirteen ten with four minutes left in the third quarter doesn't exactly inspire a lot of confidence. It was thirteen ten when the fourth quarter started. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know, but they were they were on the move at, at that point. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, I, it just doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. No, it doesn't. No. Not, and <laughs> explain to me yeah. why they ran the ball 19 times, threw the ball 40 times, mm-hmm. and threw the ball to Julian Edelman 17 times. Why did they, because you add up everybody else's targets, and it's only three more than Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Why was he? It was it because he was probably open in the 49ers' zone. That's probably, how, well, that's probably the way only it was. Only made eight catches. Yeah, so that's fewer than half. I mean, you right. know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't like he was tearing them up. He had eight catches for seventy-seven yards. You know, James White had caught all six times he was targeted. They targeted Edelman more often than not, and it looked like Brady missed him a few times. Yeah, too, he did. I mean, which in the first three quarters, Brady wasn't that great. No, I think the weather had a lot to do with it. But I here's think, the thing: you know, the rain is rain is the great equalizer it in is. football. It but really Colin is. Colin Kaepernick in the first half was awesome. Yeah, but he was like it, seven for eight while it was it, raining, and then the weather got better, and he couldn't complete second a second half. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. He reverted back to the Kaepernick we we all know and love. It was like it was like the rain made him better. It was like with the slickness and the ball not going where he wanted it to, that actually improved his throws. Yeah. Well, also, I think the Patriots defense was on its heels a little bit in the secondary. Yeah. Patriots yeah. defense was on its heels a lot in the secondary, and that's that. That's it for me, Tom. I mean, I'm I'm watching this and, and thinking, okay, you know, you saw maybe a little experimentation going on there with Van Noy playing for Hightower in a couple different sets and 
Jabal Sheer not making the trip, which is crazy. We'll get to that, too. But this is a team I'm looking at objectively, okay? This is a team with no pass rush and no number two corner. And how are you supposed to win in the playoffs when you don't have either one of those two things? I don't know, but we'll see who they have to face in the playoffs. I mean, how good is the rest of the AFC? That's my question. In other words, when they, they left Sheer at Raiders home. Raiders are pretty good. Left Sheer at home. It's easy to do that when you know you're playing the 49ers. It's easy to make those kinds of decisions when you're playing the 49ers. And you want to, you can look tough and you can make disciplinary moves like that. And, yeah. And send messages and all that stuff. How many messages are you, you going to send? This I year? don't know. I have no idea. You know? you know, And you don't even want him on the plane? Right. You know, that's it. Chris Long's been so good that you don't think you'll ever have to sub him out? I mean, come on. I know. I know. You're gonna, he's healthy, right? I mean, he wasn't on the injured list. No. I mean, oh, guy's he was, banged up this he year. He was a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. Healthy scratch to who they who they said, and, their ex, and Belichick's explanation was he was inactive. We don't usually take inactives on the road. Right. Okay, well, you make that so determination So why was he inactive, Friday. Bill? It was best for the team. Why is it best for the team for him to be inactive? Right. Because I said so. Because I, I mean, said so, you right. Know, you know, that's the way it is. If you can follow in the circle, but yep. you always get to the same, <laughs> same brick wall right. at the end. Um how about the Jets, by the way, announcing Ryan Fitzpatrick? Ryan Fitzpatrick's I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised. I'm su- well, I'm not surprised because it's the Jets, but I think that's such a dumb move. Why? Why? You have your you have this kid, right? This rookie. Oh, I think I think Bryce Petty's not that good. He's not that good. I think. But the feel. Jets are. I mean, their season's over. It's been over for about four weeks. Well, now. I mean, but you you still have. And to... you're giving this kid a chance to go against the best team in football, maybe certainly the best team in the AFC, maybe you know technically the Raiders are right now because of strength of schedule, but. You know, if I'm the Jets, I make the same decision. I don't. I do not. I think it's a stupid. I know decision. a lot of people do, but I, I I think Todd Bowles is still trying to win football games. Why? Well, you don't want to lose. Sure, you do. You get a better draft pick. Uh, I don't think that they look. This at season's it like, over. See New York. I don't think they look at it like that. Screw New York. You know, this season's over, and you have a rookie now who you're trying to get. Who you're trying to bring along? I don't think I, I don't to. think that they, that's what this season should be about. It shouldn't be about trying to win anymore. No, you got to re- re- read the tea leaves here. They don't think Bryce Petty is their future, so they're not going to play him. Okay. All right? And so gonna, Ryan Fitzpatrick's their future? They think that he's better in the present. Now, granted, he's not, though. Well, I mean, he was last year. Maybe this year. They, they're thinking that he's got the— This year, them, he's the, one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Right, but they feel he gives them the best chance to beat the Patriots because he did it last year. So that's why they're doing it. He you did know? do it last year. That year, yes. So that's why they're doing it. They're going this year, with, however, they're going with a vet. They're playing a very good team. They're going with a veteran quarterback. That's how. That's what they want to do. They're paying him twelve million. Right. Okay. So I think that's part of it. And he held out all offseason. Uh, that doesn't matter. Ransom. Yes, it should the, matter. No, though, it doesn't matter. They want. They want to. You know. And by the way, play he sucks. I know okay. He does. That's the thing. He sucks. And Petty wasn't good, but that was against the Rams defense. That Rams defense. I know the offense sucks, but that defense is great. And the Patriots defense. Kind of sucks, okay? If you're going to give this kid a shot against a, a big, you know, big stage game, yep. do it against the Patriots now. Well, here's the thing. Why wouldn't you? Well, you're coming off a of bye week. Yeah, but if, if, it, if The game doesn't matter. You're 3-9 or whatever yeah, they three are. 3-7. Three seven. Seven, yeah. If it's Patrick can't do it, they'll take him out. And then I'll put Petty back in. That's stupid. You Let know? Petty start. You know, it's the Jets trying not to embarrass themselves. Yeah, probably. But they're putting yeah, in a guy who had a six-interception game a couple, you know. No, I know. I not know. that long ago. Right, but he's also a veteran, and they probably feel he gives them the best chance to win the game. And that's fine, but I think at this point, the Jets should maybe move on from the idea that, you know, their pride is something important this season. I think that they just You've already to... made the move. You've already shown that Fitzpatrick I, I, can't win games for you. I just I Try just the think... rookie for the rest of the year and see what he can do. Yeah. See what he can do against the Patriots. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know, but here's my, my point is... Can I go back to Fitzpatrick? My point is, they didn't... They didn't think Petty was that good to begin with. Well, they drafted him. You know? Yeah, they drafted him, but he hasn't turned... that. Obviously, there's things we don't see when they practice it, when they're doing things. Evidently, he hasn't impressed them enough to get that kind of chance. All right? It's not like he was a number one pick like Goff was, and they want to mm-hmm. nurse him along. Petty's been there a couple of years. They've gotten a good look at him, and they don't think he's very good. If they did, they would give him the keys to the kingdom and this say, second, it's your... This is his second year. Yeah, yeah. And again, he's been there a couple. I said he's been there a couple of years. Well, he's been there one year plus. Right, right. So they've gotten a good look year. at him. Okay, yeah. All right, they got a good look at him, and you know, I mean, they don't think he's that good. He would be playing if. But he, they know that Ryan Fitzpatrick's not that good. Well, and they, they know, know the season's over. They know he's not that good this year. They thought he was good because last year he played really well for them. Right. So they're hoping that maybe and this year he was so bad that they were out of it in week five. So they're hoping maybe. <laughs> I mean, when, maybe. 
Maybe know, what? Maybe they win the game and then what? Well, hey, if they beat so the, they get a worse draft pick. Good so for if them. they beat the Patriots, they'll be thrilled. Really? You know? Yeah, sure they will. Why not? They win a game. You're trying to win football games. You play to win the game, you know, and that's what they're doing. They're not going to tank it. And they think Ryan Fitzpatrick, based on the last pro- year. Oh, I, I, who knows? Based on his performance against the Patriots, based on his knowledge of the Patriots, who knows? All right? But they feel, you know, and I haven't heard them give an explanation yet. So Bowles, Bowles doesn't say much, but we'll hear what he says. He said Fitzpatrick was hurt, and now he's not hurt anymore. No, maybe uh, that's, that's, maybe that's the thing. Well, you know, I don't know. That could be it. Tom, when he was playing, he was the worst quarterback in football. Yeah, I know he was. Okay, this wasn't like uh I know, but a year ago he wasn't. So they're banking on some of that coming back at some point. You know? A year ago, Johnny Manziel was in the NFL. You know, I'm not really all that impressed with what happened a year ago. Well, Johnny Manziel played in the NFL and couldn't do anything. I know, I'm just saying. Look, they a lot don't of think, things change look, in a year, Tom. They don't point. think Bryce Petty is very good. They think Fitzpatrick is better. That's the end of the story there. <laughs> now, you may not think that that's the case, but I don't think Bryce Petty is this up-and-coming star. I don't think he's an up-and-coming star either. No. So they think that Fitzpatrick's better, so they're going to go with him. I now, think if they had played, It's getting panned in New York. A lot of people in New York think it's crazy, it too. It is stupid. I think if Bryce you know? Petty had played these first 10 games, he'd have better numbers than Fitzpatrick did. It would be impossible I, not to. Fitzpatrick was terrible, right. Tom. Yep, I know. You're, you're really sort of underplaying how bad he's been this year. It's not like, you know, he had a couple of bad games. He's been just a train wreck this whole season. Well, Even in won, the games they that won, they've won, he's not been good. Well, he was really good in the Buffalo game. I think, when they beat in the Buffalo, Buffalo game, okay, he yes. He was really good. He had one that. touchdown pass right. in that game. But he was 24 of 34 for 374 mm-hmm. yards, one touchdown pass. It was a good game, sure. Uh, but, I mean, that Kansas City game? Oh, Seattle game? Oh, three, three, two-week two period, he threw nine picks. Nine interceptions in two Right, he throws weeks. the ball to the other team. I, I agree. <laughs> He's got 13 interceptions. I agree, but Petty was not that good when they played against the Rams. Not that good at all. No. All right, and, it, you know, I, I, I don't. Petty had 163 yards, a touchdown, and in an interception right. on 19 of like 32 passes. It was 19 to 32. Okay. Yep. That's about the same as in Fitzpatrick's last game. He went 19 to 35 for 189 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not talking about any right. any big shift, any thing that I think swings you over in one direction. If this was a game for you know, to try and bust into the wild card, then okay, fine. You do whatever you can. But that's not what's going on here with this Jets team. This Should Jets be. team's playing out the string. They, You know, like yeah. they they should be trying to see what they have here. If there's anything worth, well, you know, going my, for in the future. My point is they think they already know what they have in Petty. Eh. They, they, they think they already know what have they, they have. Have they seen him on the field against a team like the Patriots? No. They think they already know what they have. All right. And, well, you know, maybe take a look. Know, they're there. They're there. We're not. You know, I mean, they, you know, Todd Bowles has seen this kid play. If he thought this kid was really good, okay, they would have even gone after Fitzpatrick as a free agent. They would have even signed him. Mm-hmm. They didn't think Petty was that good. They still don't. That's clear. That's clear. They can't make it any more crystal clear. Sure, you know. So now they got problems with quarterback. But he's who you have. The, okay. that, but no, Fitzpatrick's there too. Yeah, I understand that. But right, Fitzpatrick but they, has been so dreadful this year that I think that you know. I think they. I think go with the other guy. I, I mean, think it's they. Just, you know, I think they think that the, the veteran in him is is gonna you know come through. Watch so Fitzpatrick we'll tear it up this Sunday too. Uh, yeah, he, to, I mean he could look bad. I mean who he knows? He could. But I think but Petty, watch him. I think, watch him go nuts. I think, Petty, I think Petty might look. You know. I mean, look, it's not like... Petty's not going to play. It's so not it like matter. they think it's... You know, they they started Geno Smith ahead of Fitzpatrick earlier this year. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Geno Smith went down. Right. You Here's know. the thing. I think either Smith or Petty... Not Smith. Fitzpatrick or Petty with those receivers probably score about 17 points against the Patriots, probably more. That won't that's, be enough. That's what Kaepernick could do. That won't be enough. 17, I'd say, is probably the, the, Jets, baseline. the, Jets, the baseline. The Jets secondary in their defense has really let them down this year. The Patriots defense is letting them down a yeah, little this year, too. Uh, we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire. You've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. 
Hey Chelsea, guess what? I found out my friend at school is going to be moving into a new house. Oh really? That's cool. Where is she moving to? They don't know yet. They're still looking. Do you think they'll ever be able to find a house? Oh sure. Especially if they go to see Daddy at Pinnacle Mortgage. Right, Isabel? That's right, Chelsea. They'll get low rates, great service, and many options to choose from. You see, Pinnacle Mortgage offers FHA, VA, USDA, conventional, and New Hampshire Housing first-time buyers programs. Right, Owen? That's right. So, Maddie, you should tell your friend's parents to go see Dad and the staff at Pinnacle Mortgage. Pinnacle Mortgage. Call 603-518-7900. Pinnacle Mortgage, 65 Market Street, Manchester, and online at PinnacleMTGCorp.com. Pinnacle Mortgage, NMLS, number 132-3739. Licensed by the New Hampshire Banking Department. Connecticut Mortgage Broker License Number, MB 132-3739. Main Loan Broker License Number, 132-3739. Kurt Stranson, NMLS Number 22202. Equal Housing Opportunity. PinnacleMTGCorp.com. ESPN Radio Extra Point with Dan Lebetard and Stugatz. The multi-pronged approach to field goal kicking for me. So I'm with you. I don't want kickers in the game, and I could do without field goals. I could. I'm totally with you. But if we're going to have extra points, I'd like to make them more challenging, and now they are challenging. Now I want to make them more fun. You could kick the one that you're kicking now for one point, which I believe is 33 yards out, okay? You could kick from 43 yards out, and that will get you two points. Or you can go all the way back to 53 yards, and that gets you three points. How about 63 yards? That's a nice wrinkle. I mean, maybe four points for that, five points. Because imagine if you're down eight, okay? You're down eight. I just want to be sure that you – what you're doing here is you want to give kickers more power, and you also want to devalue the touchdown. Yes. It's a Black Friday giveaway at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Be one of the first 25 customers to make a purchase and receive a free limited edition Power Torque Fat Handle Bottle Opener. Plus, check out our three-day sale where you'll find sale prices on performance and appearance chemicals, tools, motor oil, and more. Only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Beth, I'm a service rep for Cintas, and I help businesses get ready. Ready for the unpredictable workday, bad weather, a sudden fire, or a rush of customers. Cintas is your source for fresh mats, crisp uniforms, cleaning programs, safety solutions, and fire protection. Will you be ready today? Get started at Cintas.com. Cintas, ready for the workday. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit divineflooring.com. The good news is that if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, order from the Fast Break Lunch menu, and don't get your food within 15 minutes, your lunch is free. The bad news is we don't plan on taking longer than 15 minutes. Free lunches? Are you crazy? What kind of business model is that? Lunch fast or it's free. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. For limited time only at participating locations. Valid for tables of six or less. Other restrictions apply. See a participating location for details. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is your home for the Boston Red Sox. You're listening to ESPN New Hampshire. We're back 
here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us here this afternoon. Uh, in case you missed it yesterday, Alan Branch, Patriots uh, defensive lineman, suspended four games for uh, failing a drug test, marijuana, the culprit here. And while you've heard me, no doubt, many times on these airwaves, decry the whole idea of making marijuana illegal and not, not letting football players either smoke it or use edible or whatever they have to do or whatever they want to do, really. Uh, and yet they're allowed to, you know, have these cortisone, Toradol, Vicodin, Clonopin cocktails just to get on the field. And I just, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. We're, we're, we're pretty far past that ever, that, that having any logic behind it. Now it's just a question of the rules. And the rules are what they are. And I'm not here to say that the rules uh, should not be observed. I think the rules should be changed. But as they are now, they are in the collective bargaining agreement, which they both sat down and, and bargained. I mean, that's how it worked. The players got their asses kicked like they always do. But in this particular instance, I mean, that's, that's in there, okay? So if they wanted to make that a bigger point of emphasis, they should have. Now that marijuana is becoming legal in more places, maybe it will be. But it's still illegal on the federal level, and I think that's where you run into trouble. Because up until recently, the NFL was a government-regulated nonprofit. I mean, that's, you know, that's how these things go. They're not anymore, and maybe they can sort of break off from that and, and go their own way in terms of what they want to do with, with marijuana in the states that it's legal in and, and so forth. Because you can't you, – you really weren't run into trouble if you want to try and – let's say that players are okay to use it in states where it's illegal to do so. So overall, it's, it's a tricky situation, but one thing we can all agree on here is that Alan branch is an idiot. I mean, that's what, what he, he's more Josh Gordon. Okay. Than, than anybody. I mean, you have to be Josh Gordon to get suspended for this. You have to fail four different tests. The first one gets you in the program. And then once you're in the program, you get three strikes. So you have to fail four drug tests in order to get this suspension. And Alan Branch did. And if you think, I mean, if you really look over the over time, there hasn't been a lot of guys who have gotten busted for, for marijuana, for uh, testing the, the positive penal, The for penalty marijuana. is not that. I mean, they give you every opportunity. Yeah, they do. Here's the th- I, I've talked to you before with Josh Gordon and other players, mm-hmm. right? Because in the marijuana thing, I mean, that's not, you know, let's face it, that times have changed. And, you know, I finally broke you down on that. Nobody's, no, no. Yes, I have. Not really. Not really. But my point is, if there's a rule against it, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to change it until 2020. Right. That's what I was just saying. If there's a rule against it, just... You got to lay off the weed. You know, just follow the protocol for Mm -hmm. for four months or five months, whatever. Is it that difficult to do? I think it takes a little bit of work. You got to lay off the Evidently. Weed. You know, you got to find, you got to get a whizinator. You got to find someone with clean, you know, and use that or whatever. You no, get, don't, the way don't, it, no, I'm don't just saying. do it. Just stay away from okay, it. Okay, but Tom, a lot of other guys smoke pot in the NFL, and they do they do what they have to do to cover their tracks. Right, right. But you know what? He and doesn't that's not have, what I'm encouraging. He didn't I'm have saying, the chance. people he do. He didn't have the chance to try to cover his, he, he, he couldn't take the chance to try to cover his tracks. He was caught too many times. No, I'm saying he got caught so many times because he was lazy and didn't bother trying but here's, you know, my point is, don't even try. Okay. Don't even bother. That's Just fine. don't do it. Okay. You're getting paid. You're getting paid lots of money. Right. Can you just hold off for a while? I agree. You know, I agree with that. I mean, you know, look, I, I don't. But do you I, think he's the only guy on that team that's been smoking pot? No, of course, of course not. not. Right. Why aren't these other guys all getting busted over and over again? Because they take steps to avoid that from happening. Right. Which I don't think Alan Branch was doing. And I think that's important to do if you want to smoke pot and play in the NFL. Right. Which but, I think a lot point, of guys in that league right, do. Right. But my point is, is you know what? There's no Why take the chance? You're getting, you're getting paid a lot of money. Don't take the chance. He's, he's costing himself over a million dollars here. I know. It's incredible. It is. But he's also a guy who, after the first couple strikes, should have thought, okay, that's it. I'm yeah. not even going to risk this anymore. Yeah, no kidding. But guys do it, and they get and they say, well, now you're in the program. Once okay, you're I'll caught never do it again. once, don't do it. Once you get caught once, you get three more strikes. But don't so, do it. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, Yeah, but you know what? Once you get caught once, they're going to keep – you're a target now. Mm-hmm. They're holding in on you. Right. Well, then, you you know? stop, then eventually you stop if you want. But that's, you that's know, the it thing. Does, is it that difficult to do? 
I'd say it's probably easier to stop smoking pot than it is to break a opioid addiction. Right. Like much substantially easier. Right. But an opioid addiction is well, not against whole... the rules in the NFL. Being addicted to OxyContin or Clonopin or, you know, I don't know Vicodin if it is, or I don't know if it is or not. They give them to the players, Tom, for pain. That's the thing. Right, right. You shoot, you know, that's okay. But you, you, the weed, it's stupid, and I get that. But you're right. It shouldn't be that hard. It, it shouldn't be that hard. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have any sympathy for Allen Branch. I, I don't, don't either. You know, he didn't. I mean, I think that there's a. If you really want to do this, there's ways to do it. And he just didn't care. And he said, "Well, forget it. I just want to." You know, yeah. You know what though? Why even? Why even risk it? See, my point is, why even risk it? It's awesome, man. So, why even risk it in the first place? Opens your mind, man. Oh God. You know, maybe he was really. Now he's going to appeal it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Lots and of maybe luck. he'll say something like, uh, you know, it was a secondhand thing. I was around somebody who was smoking. I didn't actually smoke it. The best argument, I think, the most logical argument is I was in a lot of pain and I didn't want to risk getting hooked on Oxycontin. That's a perfectly reasonable it's not, argument. It is a reasonable but argument. it doesn't matter with the CBA it, saying it, what it, it says. Right. It is a reasonable argument. And you know what? They'll, they'll throw that out at the table in 2018 when they start, start opening up the negotiations. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. And then they'll be. fire up a fat doobie. And that's a, <laughs> a smoke-filled <laughs> Hey, Roger, man. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, Robert. Listen, man. We got to lighten up, man. That's <laughs> oh, funny. It's too funny. These players, they don't deserve this, bro. Too funny. I know, man. Pass that. Wait, that's three hits you're taking, Roger. Come on. Anyway. You know. But uh, so now the Patriots are thin on the defensive line. All of a sudden, they were thin on the defensive line already. But yeah. right, but now, now they really now they're really are. thin. Now they really are. Now who who's even on the line? Mal- uh, Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Vincent Valentine. Yeah, that Valentine's the one who's going to get the bulk of the time. Yeah, right? great. Um, yeah. Branch is playing well. That's what sucks the That's, most. Oh, about exactly. This. And he also got suspended earlier this year. You know. Yeah, Brand, oh, that, was in, that, was, in that was in the off season. That was in the that was in training camp. Yeah, they suspended him. They, he couldn't be with the team for a couple of weeks, right? Uh, they they kept him out for a while. Yeah, he got a DUI in Buffalo right before they released him. I don't know. Yeah, Alan Branch. Alan's got some issues. He does. He doesn't strike me as like a as an idiot. You know, like I've heard him talk, and he seems like he's oh, reason, reasonably funny. intelligent. Alan's but, funny. Yeah, we've talked to him before. He's funny. You know, but. Yeah. But the joke's on him now. Yeah, it is. You know, and they just can't be thrilled about this. They asked Dante Hightower a couple of weeks ago on EEI. They asked him, uh, other than you, who's been playing the best in this defense? He said Branch. He said Alan Branch. And this was like three weeks ago. But, you know, you haven't heard his name much. You haven't heard any of those guys. Defensive linemen, you don't, you know, unless it's Wilfork because he's so obvious because he's huge. But even Wilfork, a lot of the times, didn't. Rack up the number, you no, know. I mean, all Wolf, like, yeah. your job is when you're playing that position. You're on the defensive line. Your job is to suck up it's blockers, to plug up gaps. Yeah, that's yeah, it. You, you know, know, that's it. You know, just just stay there, stay in your spot, and just keep you know keep those blockers occupied so the other defenders can do the job. Yeah, and you know what? I get it. That sounds really boring. That's why Alan Branch had to get stoned all the time. I mean, it sounds like a really boring existence <laughs> when you're just standing there and your number one job now, is just, now. Now just stand now. still. Will you? Is is there is there look? Is there a more boring existence? Than, than, no. What you're looking at right now? Not really. No, I didn't think so. That is a fine-looking Cosby sweater today, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, you know. I do, I wore it just for you. It's nice. It's like yeah. not, it's I, that, you can't, I can't do Cosby. No, you can't do Cosby anymore. But it's, it's it's that time of year now. They all, all the bad sweaters, all the ugly sweaters are in my closet are now. They've been screaming at me for, for months, okay. you know. Let me out. You know? Yeah, that's not, that doesn't keep you warm. This is a nice one, though. Yeah, but it doesn't keep you warm. sweater looks good. Yeah, well, I, I don't care. I know you don't. Uh, We have to take a break. Keep me warm. I don't care how I look. (laughs) Just keep me warm. Uh, When we come back, we'll be joined by Chris Duffy, sports editor of the New Hampshire Union Leader, after what was a, uh, well, fantastic weekend of high school championship. Fantabulous. Football. Uh, That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Christian and King. This is the Granite Station for Granite Roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire. 
ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful thing I ever seen. Find the latest schedules, show blogs, podcasts, and all the breaking sports news in our area, from high school to the pros. Awesome. Want some new apparel? Yeah, baby. <laughs> Visit ESPNNHradio.com for shirts, hats, and all things ESPN New Hampshire. Woo! We've got it all here. Just visit our website at ESPNNHradio.com. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football mm-hmm. four years there. So it's been a really good experience both academically and uh, with sports. Like We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. I mean, constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Seco School of Technology and take engineering classes over there. Nice. Where are you looking to go to college? I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be Georgia Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools that better specialize in engineering. How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early mornings having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from, like, my family and the teachers, too, to strive to do well. Nominate yourself. Son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gate video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband Sal and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me in Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroidme-nashua.com or embroidme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome. Got it all here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com, streaming live on TuneIn. Uh, no Periscope today. We'll uh, have that back up tomorrow, hopefully. In the meantime, it's time to do what we always do around this time at quarter of one. Time to get you caught up on what's going on in New Hampshire. Here's Notes from the Kingdom. Message for you, sir. King in the castle, king in the castle. Notes from the Kingdom. Well, before we get to our guest, Chris Tuffy, to talk about the uh, power poll for final power poll for football, um, just a quick note. Tonight in Nashville at 730. Yes. At Riviera University's just down the street at the Muldoon Fitness Center. Uh, I won't be getting fit. Don't have any ideas. Um, we'll be the I, I final. Wasn't, I, wasn't I didn't think so. We'll be the final game ever between the Riviera University oh, yes. women's basketball team and Daniel Webster College. Mm. Uh, the men did not play this year. They were not scheduled to play. They took a year off. They thought they were just taking a brief hiatus yeah. from their Midnight Madness Tough game. Tough year to take off, huh? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in that. I, I think they, they, you know, that's just... 
I didn't like the way that worked out. I think you got a team in your city. You got to play them. You got to figure out a way to play them. And for some reason, sometimes that doesn't happen over there. Mm-hmm. But uh, because Daniel Webster would have played them. But yeah, true. Anyway, anyway, the final game for the women's basketball programs, and I've done a lot of them over the years. I think I've done every one. Uh, takes place uh, tonight at seven thirty. So if you got a chance, uh, head over to the Muldoon Center in Nashville. I think. Uh, Today's paper, Riviera uh, leads the series. This is the 26th meeting. Uh, I think Rivers won something like 20 of them. Um, the Eagles have, have, have uh, lost, and they've, and they've won the last four. So, uh, And DW this year, small team, a little you know undermanned, undersized. Mm-hmm. Uh, Riv's got some really good players. They've got a Nashville kid, Caitlin Perry, who's one of their best scorers. They've got uh, Savannah Butterfield from Londonderry, who has been immense in the paint, playing really well. Um, so should be uh, should be a good you know an entertaining matchup. See some good college women's basketball, uh, and the final time it'll be in, in this rivalry. So we're gonna do it for ETV. I don't think we'll be live, but we'll do it on tape delay for All Nashville right. ETV, and I'll be there for the Telegraph as well. Very cool. All right, let's welcome in our guest of uh, the New Hampshire Union Leader, their sports editor, our good friend Chris Duffy, joins us here on Christian and King. For the final time to go over the, <laughs> I know, I'm getting a little emotional oh, myself. Oh, the final times, I just can't take it anymore. Tom, you're going to be okay? I don't know. At my age, you know what? Finality is in the sentence every I know. time. It's really, it's very true. Uh, Chris, uh, first of all, thanks for coming on all season. It's been great talking with you. And uh, Better than Alex Hall, who doesn't want to come on anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that prima donna over Jeez. there. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, thanks, first of all, for taking the time no, here. And uh, what a great season, huh? Yeah, well, f- before I forget, thank you, fellas, uh, ESPN New Hampshire, for having us all season. That was, was oh, Where's was our fun. payback? Let's go. Come on, huh? Where's our payola? Let's, let's be and, serious. And, Tom, you are, you are right. This is a sad time of the year. I like fall better than any other sports season. I don't know about you guys, but... Uh, there's a lot going on in fall. Right. Kids come back to school, football, soccer, everything. Yeah. So it is kind of sad when this season, this particular season ends. Chris, I'll tell you, when every season ends, I look forward to it. <laughs> I can't I, I'm sorry. That's the way I am. Every season, it's long. Every season, every beat, it's a long one. When it ends, it's like you breathe a sigh of relief. So, <laughs> yeah. so I kind of yeah. look forward to that. But you're right. The fall is fun. It falls very busy, especially the month of October on. It you really, mm. really gets yeah. pretty active. But uh, football kept us on our toes this fall, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did. It was all sorts of storylines, huh? But uh, I guess the big one was Bedford, and uh, there they are atop the pole, twelve and zero after their. It was not a dominating win over Exeter. Just like it wasn't a dominating win in the semifinals yeah, over they, Merrimack, they don't dominate. They this won thing, the game, yeah. right? You they know? won the game. I know yes. it. <laughs> you know that's and the, it was. Uh, that's I'm the sorry, thing. That's the thing. They they were almost now. I, you know, I, I'm at a disadvantage. I did not see them play this year because they didn't play any of the teams that I cover in our conference in, in the in the West Conference. So I didn't get a chance to see them play. If you get up past ru- exit nine, then Tom is. I have to leave the house for that. Yeah. That's not. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, I go exit five and I go exit six and that's it. But anyway, um, they seem to basically be that type of team all year long, Chris. You know. Yeah, yeah. They um, they did what it took to win, right? And they did it in ways that maybe the average football fan or you know. It doesn't really notice. I mean, Merrimack, you noticed Justin Grassini throwing nine touchdown passes in a game. You noticed things about Wyndham. You noticed. But Bedford, you know, they had solid skill position players, but they had really good linemen. And unless you're watching line play, you know, you're not seeing that stuff. They had guys who stepped up from game to game. For instance, this championship game, a kid named Kyle Lagerquist had a great game, had an interception, big sack late in the game. They had contributions from all sorts of uh, players um, and in positions where you don't normally pay a lot of attention. Right. Yeah, sacking Kyle Ball is not easy. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? no. That's not yeah. easy at all. So Yes, or, or stopping him twice when Exeter got, uh, <laughs> let's see, to the 17-yard line once, to the 23-yard line once. Uh, let's see, uh, first time was on the Exeter's second drive. Um uh, the drive ended on a fourth and three, and he got two, only two. So that kind of shows you the bend but not break uh, philosophy of, of Bedford. 
And then, you know, another time he was sacked uh, through an interception on a kind of a kind of a desperation fourth down pass mm-hmm. uh, when they got close to. They did not get inside the 17-yard line, which, you know, kind of surprised me a little bit. But uh, you know, that's the way that game was going. You knew it was going to be one score, one beautiful touchdown pass uh, by Connor Robert mm-hmm. to Cherubek, and uh, that was it. Yeah. And uh, that's all it took for them to, to be 12-0 and and uh, top the power pole. All right, so they're number one. Who is numero dos? Numero dos? Uh, was Merrimack. How about um, that? Several, yeah, several voters who saw a lot of these teams play, right. saw Merrimack and saw Exeter play, yep. uh, two of them switched votes from Exeter and Merrimack, two and three. So, anyways, Merrimack ends up second. And, That's Tom, I think you said a couple of weeks ago, you know, you thought that Bedford, Merrimack, and Exeter, I think, were the three top – the, sure. They're clearly the three, three top best teams. teams. The There's three no doubt about teams. it. Now, yeah. after yeah. Wyndham lost, although Wyndham I think deserves to be in the top five, after Wyndham lost, which still I, I don't know how that happened, but after after that happened, it was clear that Exeter was going to be one of the you know top three teams. So yeah, so yeah. I like the Blue Hawks. The problem is if they can't get some of their running backs in a rhythm, they're in trouble. You know, because Ball can't bail them out every game. And they, uh, no, that's that's for sure. They had yeah. they, uh, balanced running attack, right. uh, and uh, you know sometimes that's good. Uh, maybe that's good in late September, but you got to have somebody step you, up. You got to have somebody, somebody score, yeah. right? You yeah. know, and they were very. I mean, they almost didn't get out of the, the. You know, they almost they were they were like Bedford. I mean, they almost didn't get out of their semifinal. I mean, it was one turnover mm-hmm. that basically right. cost you know that that helped win them the game. So that's. That's tough, but the thing with Exeter is, is they, they, you know, if you had told me that that was a seven nothing game, I would have said mm-hmm. Exeter won it, you know, because that's yeah, their, that's yeah. their game, that's their mm-hmm. score. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, it was great. So Exeter's number three. Who's number four? Uh, number four is Nashua North again, as they really? were last week. Yep. So yep. the top and four so, uh, teams in the Division One semifinals, all four yes, Division correct. One semifinals are in the top four. Okay. Correct. All right. Yep. Yep. Then we go now to number five, Plymouth. And uh, yeah. you talk about uh, having one player making a difference in, in the playoffs. Well, they had that one player, Garrett, Garrett Maycomber, mm. who was just incredible throughout the whole playoffs, especially against Wyndham, I guess. And then again on Saturday, um, just did it all, both defensively and offensively, defensively as a linebacker. Uh, but it's funny, you know, that that was, by the way, the best game by far of, of any of the three games. Yes. The, uh, Division two game. Yep. Uh, Wyndham was down and had to make a drive at the end to win the game. And you've probably heard this about Plymouth over the last uh, 30, 40 years. <laughs> they don't pass much. Right, okay. So the clock is ticking, ticking, ticking. And I like running, those teams. Running, running. I like those teams, Chris. I love those teams. He goes home early. Yeah, I, I know why, too. <laughs> yes, the exactly. Old deadline. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, but anyway, they're running the ball uh, and getting two yards, five yards, seven yards mm. and the clock is ticking it's down they're out of timeouts it's down under a minute and all of us in the press box were kind of wondering how they were going to get to the end zone in time but they did they uh they threw a pass and they threw a pass to garrett maycomber right who was <laughs> wide that, open by the way game. i was looking at the at the uh, highlight package there and you'd think that'd be the one guy they would try and make sure it wasn't wide open no in the kidding. end zone. No kidding. Everybody went yeah, one yeah. way. Carrier was here yesterday. He described the play as everybody yeah. went one way, and Maycober went the other way. He was That's alone, correct. and there was That's no correct. one there to cover him. Yep. Yeah, great call. Great call yep. by uh, yeah, great call by the team. They uh, he was it wasn't a blown coverage. It was just it was just they were a little slow getting to him, and right. they shouldn't have been a little slow getting to him of all people. So, uh, but yeah, he he made the big catch, and. Uh, they won the big game. Yeah, and in a, in a game like this, a championship game like this, where you have two teams who came in that were underdogs in their semifinal games and, you know, in some cases before that even, is that something that you think can, can boost a program? Is that something you think can be the, the beginnings anyway of a, of a team that can sort of look around and say, hey, we beat Wyndham last year. We, we, we won the D2 sure. chat. They didn't. We did. That's, sure. That can be a big uh, a boost for a program like this, right? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, certain programs. I would say Plymouth. Obviously, was yeah. They was got a lot of tradition. Big, big yeah. football games long yeah. before there was a Wyndham High School. Yeah. But uh, but and in the case of Bo, Bo moving definitely. up to you know Bo moving up to Division Two from Division Three, I to really take my hat off to them. They played an outstanding game on Saturday. Uh, were within 
you know, 15 yards, 20 yards of, of winning the Division Two title. Yeah, that's definitely something that Bo. Of course, they've had success over the recent years. Too. They're athletically Great very success. Yeah, they're athletically yeah. very good. I mean, I, I, you know, I was even surprised to realize that they were down a division before because they, they've had numbers in the past. I mean, when they first split mm-hmm. from Concord, they seem to have healthy numbers. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that, that's a that's a very good competitive athletic school. They're very good in in a lot of sports. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyways, after so after five. Plymouth, yeah, after yep. Plymouth, who's Goffdown next? Down checks in still at number six. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, right. and uh, and then comes Wyndham at seven, and then comes Bow at eight. All right, now let's uh, let's, let's all right, let's put put your feet to the fire here. All right, truth serum, okay. truth serum time. Yep. The lights yep. are shining bright on you right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if Wyndham and Gosstown were to play a game today, who would win that game? Gosstown. Really? Okay. All right. If they had all their guys healthy. Healthy? All right. Okay. Yep. Why? How Wyndham has come way down in everybody's eyes just by losing a game close well, down, you know? Yeah. I, I... I, I, how good was the competition they were playing week in and week out? True. I guess you have to go back. As and I look guess at I that guess you have to measure yeah. that. You're right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Great right. players, great skilled players. Right. Um, you know, great program now. It that that's on steady ground forever sure. now. Uh, yeah. So that's well, that's just my opinion. But all uh, right, no, no, I, I want. I was curious because I, I mean, I can't say I haven't seen either team, but I was just curious to see mm-hmm. where where everybody thinks of Wyndham these days after that that loss because. You know, we've got Pete Terrier down the hall. He thought Wyndham could beat a lot of Division One teams and didn't yeah. think they could be touched. And, and sure enough, and it I mean, looked they that were. way. Yeah, they, they they were in that conversation right. at the beginning of the year. We were all. You they know, were in that conversation three Roger weeks. Brown. They were in that I conversation two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, yeah, before I mean, two the... weeks ago, they were in the conversation to be the number one team in the Power Poll. Sure, if certain things happened. Yeah, you know? yeah. But anyway, oh well. Uh, all right, who's that's eight? What happened? Who's eight? Uh, eight is Bo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then comes a tie for ninth uh, with Stevens ties. and Salem. Oh, now Salem's been in the poll pretty much all year and kind of dropped down a little bit as other teams, as you know, they oh, were eliminated in the off, first right. round. Right. But Stevens, oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, they came from nowhere. What a Great team in the playoffs! Yeah. I mean, they had been beaten by forty-five points by the team Interlakes Moultonboro that yep. they played they and the walloped final. on right. Saturday. Right. Yeah. Yep, quite yep. a turnaround for Stevens. Um, I think it was a combination of uh, uh, good players, you know, really finding their rhythm, uh, getting healthier, and uh, just peaking at the right time under a really good coach. Paul well, that's Silva. just it. When you have a situation like that, your coach has really got to do a sell job. He really yeah. has to sell it. He really has to get those kids believing, look, you lost this game because of this, this, and this. If you don't do those things again, you're going to beat the crap out of this team coming up. Yep. You know? Yep. And if you can sell it and also strategize it, you're you're doing your job. That's a good coach. Yeah. I mean, that game was not close in the second half. Yep. They just pulled away. Yep. They're skilled position players. Uh, by the way, we talked about the big three all the time, but they had another kid named Zach O'Brien all year who was really tough got tough yardage for them, made big catches for them. Uh, so they were more of like a big four than a big three. But one of the other members of the big three, uh, Parker Smith, the receiver, uh, I think we're going to be hearing about him in college because he made some plays. Made one play. He made a catch out in the flat, in the left flat. And the enti- as soon as he made the catch and the defensive back stumbled a little bit, the yeah. entire press box, it seemed, at, at once just said, he's gone, yep. and he was down the sideline because he's that good. Yeah, wow. Uh, so they're good players. That's cool for a town that small. Enrollment, 545 for the school. Uh, to You know, hadn't had a title in anything since boys' soccer in 1989 <laughs> uh, to finally do something, you know? Yep. Town of Claremont. Yeah. Yep. Big deal. Big thing up there. Everybody, you know, rallies. In those small towns, everybody rallies around those schools. Pretty you know? cool. Yeah, Plymouth, too. Yeah. Enrollment, 686. Sure. Yeah. You know, they're used to winning titles, but... Sure. Uh, it's always good to, to to restart the titles again in, sure. in Plymouth's case. Sure is, definitely. All right, uh, Chris Duffy, it has been uh, a real pleasure having you this season. Hey, thank you, gentlemen, again, and uh, hope to do it again next year. Tom King's very choked up right now. He's getting very emotional here. 
And uh, it's, Tom, you're uh, probably still going to see another football game tomorrow night, right? Yes, I am. I'm going to freeze too. Yeah, <laughs> that might be the last. That might be the last thing Tom King ever does. It, it might be yeah. after last night uh, when I was out there uh, at one of the practices. After one of the practices, yeah. I was freezing. They're going to find oh them. God. They're going to find them Thanksgiving mornings looking like Jack Nicholson and yeah, the shining. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I'm very glad to have. You know what? This is not a bad thing that they're playing Wednesday night at six. You know, that's not a bad. Sounds fun. Sounds fun, yeah. It's not a bad thing at all because that means Thursday morning I can sleep. True. (laughs) That is true. All right, uh, Chris, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again soon, and and thanks for a great season. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, Chris. That's Chris Duffy there, New Hampshire Union leader, uh, with the final New Hampshire Union leader, ESPN New Hampshire High School Football Power Poll of the Year. Um, We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Tom King has some quotes from Bill Belichick from a conference call today. Yeah, it was a couple interesting topics that I didn't realize were going on. We will get to that next. The Trinity High School Football Foundation is proud to sponsor the broadcast of the annual Thanksgiving Day Manchester Turkey Bowl game on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. This year's game features the Trinity Pioneers against the Manchester Central Little Green. The Trinity High School Football Foundation was created to provide the Trinity football program with the necessary financial assistance to ensure that current and future Trinity football players have the required resources to achieve safety and success. Happy Thanksgiving from the Trinity High School Football Foundation at Trinity High School in Manchester, New Hampshire. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. We all have our mountains, the challenges that push us further. At Coors Light, our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer. 